Welcome to today's newsroom special with Liam Riley. This winter, NHS England and Public Health England are helping the public to better understand what actions they can take to manage their own health with the Help Us Help You campaign. New research from a survey of 2,000 UK adults has revealed that 8 out of 10 people believe they are responsible for keeping themselves healthy and a further 9 in 10 agree that they could help the NHS by taking advice on how to stay well and making sure as a patient they use the right services. During the winter months, Help Us Help You will highlight that by following the expert advice of NHS staff, the public can take the right steps to stay well, prevent an illness getting worse or get well again sooner. To tell us more about the campaign, we were joined by Dr Dawn Harper, known for Channel 4's Embarrassing Bodies. Can you start by telling us about the NHS's Help Us Help You campaign? So I'm working with the NHS on their Help Us Help You campaign. I think it's a lovely campaign because we are very aware uh, that... uh, in Britain, we've got all sorts of different accesses to healthcare now, and, and there is a degree of confusion. So we've spent a lot of this year celebrating the NHS's 70th birthday, which is absolutely fabulous. Um, but we have to be very honest about the fact that, of course, the NHS has developed over those 70 years. It's a brilliant thing that it has. But at the beginning, your options really were relatively limited. You either saw your GP or with a medical problem or you went to A&E. Today, we have a whole myriad of different ways of accessing healthcare, whether it be 111, the community pharmacy, a nurse appointment, a GP appointment, uh, a minor injuries unit, an A&E unit. And I think one of the things the NHS has done is to do a survey asking the public, you know, whether, how they feel about it. And there is no question that the vast majority of people want to do the right thing. They don't want to abuse the system. They don't want to go to A&E inappropriately. But looking at the results of the survey, around about half of people said they were a little confused. They, they weren't quite sure where they went with what particular problem. And I think sometimes what that can result in is that people might default to A&E, certainly out of hours. And that puts an extra pressure on A&E at a time of year at the moment when obviously they are going to be under pressure for all sorts of other reasons. So what we're trying to do with Help Us Help You is to help people to know where to go for whatever the problem may be. The ultimate aim being that we're going to take some pressure off of A&E, which will leave the A&E staff able uh, and free to deal with the more severe conditions, but actually also to make the patient's journey smoother um, and more efficient so that they access the healthcare that they need more quickly um, and without long waits for them and so that they feel better about it. And so we're just trying to help people smooth their way through and I guess the flip side of it is we're saying you know it's really important that we all as individuals do whatever we can to try and keep ourselves as fit and healthy so that we can still look after our NHS and leave her free to deal with the people that really need us. I see. In terms of resources and the economy, just how big an issue is it when people are using health services that they they may not particularly need? Well, I think there are lots of costs. Uh, Of course, there is the financial cost. And and unfortunately, we spend millions of pounds in A&E dealing with uh, conditions that might have been better off or or would have been better off being dealt with outside of the hospital setting. Uh, But there are other costs as well. There are the social and emotional costs. and, And if we've got really good health care on our doorstep then why are we going to the local A&E where we may have to wait an awful lot longer with all the angst and, and the kind of ripple effect that that has so I, I guess what I would say is I think it's taken us a long while to appreciate the value of our community pharmacists we've tended to 
to treat them as white coats who dole out pills. They're actually highly trained individuals with a wealth of, of health knowledge. So they are a very good place for people to start with minor ailments and injuries. Today, you're much more likely to go into pharmacy with a private cubicle where you can have that consultation in a more clinical and confidential setting. But if you're not sure, 111 is an excellent option. You may have seen some of the television adverts recently and, mm. and all the people that answer 111 calls are, are specifically trained. They may be able to give you advice that you need themselves or they can certainly direct you to the right place for you and that may be your pharmacist. It might be a nurse appointment. They can actually make a GP appointment for you. They can call an ambulance for you if that's what is, is deemed to be appropriate. So they are there to really help people to navigate their way through the wonderful array of services that we have in the NHS. The 999 calls at the moment, certain documentaries are showing that 999 calls seem to be through the roof. So in terms of 111, when would you call that number instead of 999? So I think that the things that you definitely need to be calling 999 for, most people know, you know, if you've got crushing central chest pain that could be a heart attack, you don't want to be waiting on a telephone talking to people. You need to get to A&E as soon as possible. People will have seen the fast adverts talking about um, the signs to look out for for a stroke. Those are very definite emergencies that, you know, the big road traffic accident, those are 999 calls. But for the more minor things that you're not really certain whether you should be in A&E or not, then that's when I would say you call 111. They will very quickly assess your situation. And if it's deemed that you need to be in an A&E unit, they will um, also make a very quick decision. Is is somebody with you capable and is it appropriate for somebody else to take you to A&E? Or actually, should you be a, a 999 candidate? And they will call that for you if that's the appropriate action. Right, and you mentioned before looking after yourself. So in terms of prevention of winter illnesses, what would you recommend? Flu jabs, things like that? Uh, Flu jabs, absolutely. You know, we all know that the NHS is is under pressure. So the NHS doesn't have money to offer you something for the fun of it. You know, if you are offered a flu jab free on the NHS, I would urge you to take it. Uh, We all have a responsibility to try and stay as well as we possibly can. And whilst flu is a minor Uh, illness for most of us. I say minor, it can seriously wipe out two weeks of your diary and you feel dreadful, but you're not going to, it's not going to have any long-term implications for most of us. But for those who are vulnerable, the frail, the elderly and people with chronic conditions, it can be a much more serious condition. And sadly, sometimes a fatal condition. So we um, have a responsibility, you know, I as a healthcare worker have a responsibility to have the flu jab. I'm going to be exposed to flu perhaps a lot more than most because of my job and it's important that I try and make sure that I stay well for myself so that I'm not burdening the NHS but also so that I can continue to provide services within the NHS rather than being off sick and I think we all have a responsibility to try and stay as well as we can this winter and if that's includes a flu jab if you are one of those people eligible on the nhs i would say please make sure you take that offer up sure and if people want to find out more about the options that are available to them where would you recommend they go so to find out more about help us help you uh, go to www.nhs.uk forward slash stay well okay dr dawn harper thank you very much for your time thank you very much Across West Yorkshire, Manchester and Glasgow, this is Sunrise Radio on FM, DAB, online, mobile, tablet and TV.